In the beginning of the Parsha, Rashi quotes from the Posuk Ba'aloischa and explains, Lama Nismucha Parsha Samanoira, the Parsha Nasiyim. Why is it that the Parsha the Menoira comes following right after the Parsha of the Nasiyim? These are the Karbonis that the Nasiyim brought as part of the dedication for the Mizbeach. So Rashi goes on and says, When Aaron saw the Chanukah Sanasiyim, when he saw the dedication of the Nasiyim, what they brought, Chalshos Daite, he felt bad that he wasn't part of this Chanukah and that he wasn't part of this dedication, inauguration. Neither him nor his Shevet. I swear by your life, that what you're doing is greater than what the Nesim did. Because you light and you prepare the Menorah. The Rebbe says, we discussed already many times, that from the fact that only in very few places does Rashi tell us the reasons why certain parshiyas come near each other, even though in Drashis Chazal we have many more places where this smichas ha-parshiyas, parshiyas being next to each other, are explained. This proves that al-derech ha-pshat, which is Rashi's way al-atoyra, there is no question why parshiyas are near each other. And the places where Rashi is asking Lomanismucha, why does one parsha come near the other, it's only because in this particular case, in Pshute Shal Mikra, there is some difficulty in the order of the Parshias, or some other difficulty in Pshute Shal Mikra, which would be answered based on the explanation of the Parshias being near each other. In our case, says the Rebbe, the question that we would have had is very, very obvious and simple. Chanukah Sanasim, the dedication of the Nasim started on the day that Moshe Rabbeinu finished setting up the Mishkan. This day was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That was the eighth day of the Miluim. That is, the, there were seven days previously that Moshe Rabbeinu was preparing and setting up the Mishkan. And this was the final day, the eighth day, when Moshe Rabbeinu finally finished putting up the Mishkan. This is when the Chanukah Sanasim started from Rosh Chodesh Nisan, going for 12 days, every single day, another Nasi. The lighting of the candles, Ba'aloischa's Haneiroiz through Arinakoyen, simply would have also been the day that the Mishkan was set up on Rishchaydish Nisan. If that's the case, we need to say that when was he commanded Ba'aloischa's Haneiroiz, that would have been said before the eighth day. That means before the Nesim start bringing their carbonis. So the question becomes very obvious then, why is it that the Parsha of the Menoir is coming after the Parsha of the Nesim? Seemingly, it's completely out of order. Although we know there's a concept of a mukdum mu'ukhar b'toyre, that not necessarily are things in toyre written in chronological order, and this is true even in Pshute Mikra, this rule. However, we only use this when there's absolutely no choice in explaining something. We'll say that it wasn't written in, in the chronological order. Even then, we also still need a reason. So why are two parshiyas specifically written in a particular way when it's not in order. Especially, says the Rebbe, in this case, where actually this leaves room to make a mistake, not only in the order of how things happen, but actually in understanding when Aaron started fulfilling this mitzvah of lighting the candles. It could be assumed now that he's starting this only after Yud Beis Nisan, which in truth he started Rishchidosh Nisan. This is why Rashi explains that the reason why Parsha Samanoid is written over here is in order to explain this idea, how Aaron felt bad when Aaron saw the Chanukah Sanasiyim, all these carbonis that the Nasiyim brought, and how the Eibishter is comforting him by his avoider in the Menorah. Says the Rebbe, however, we need to understand. Number one, how is what Hashem is telling to Aaron, that what you're doing is greater than, they, than what they're doing, because you're lighting the Menorah, 
How does that take away Arin's concern, what Arin felt bad about? Seemingly, Hashem is not explaining to him how it's greater. He's just telling him it is greater. The Rebbe says, if it's so obvious that Aaron should understand it by himself, then why did he feel bad from the, from the, from, from the beginning? If it's something so obvious that doesn't need to be, even need to be explained. Then the Rebbe looks at some questions that the Rambam asks. Number one, why is Hashem comforting Aaron with the lighting of the candles? Why isn't he comforting him with the bringing of the Ketoyres every morning and evening? Which this is something that the Torah praises so much, says, Yasimu Ketoyres Ba'apecha. What about all the other carbonates that the Koyanim bring? And the Minchas Chavitin, the special carbon Mincha that Aaron, the Koyan God, brings every single day, twice a day. What about the Avoidah of Yom Kippur, which only a Koyan God could do when he goes into the Koyanish HaKadoshim? Another point. Why is Aaron even feeling bad about the carbonates when his own carbon that he brought those very days would have been even more and greater than the Nesim. Those days of the Miluim, the days of preparing for the Mishkan, uh, there were many, many Karbonis brought. And even though in Pshutish Mikra, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that brought those Karbonis in the Shiva Simeon Miluim and not Aaron, well, first of all, who is considered the owner of those Karbonis? It's still Aaron and his children, even if Moshe Rabbeinu is bringing it for them. Besides, for the point, the Pasuk says clearly that on the eighth day of the Miluim, Aaron did bring Karbonis. So why is he even feeling bad about the Karbonis when he himself brought these Karbonis? Furthermore, says the Rebbe, in addition to the questions of the Ramban, even these very Karbonis that the Nesim brought on these 12 days, who was the one that actually offered it? What makes sense, obviously, is that bringing Aaron the Mizbeach was done by Aaron and Aaron's children. The Rebbe says we also need to understand some other things in the particular expressions that Rashi uses. Number one, what is this idea of Chayecha? I swear by your life, Hashem tells Aaron. Why do we need a Shavu over here? Why do we need to take the special oath or the special promise? Number two, why does Rashi say that you light umetives haneiris? Hatovas haneiris. Hatovas haneiris is preparing or cleaning, preparing the candles. This is a whole avoida, a separate avoida, which the Psukim over here seemingly are not talking about at all. It speaks about lighting the candles over here. Why are we suddenly bringing in about this concept of Hatovas Aneris? Another question that Rebbe asks is, why is Rashi using the present tense? Sha'ato Madlik Umetiv, that that which you are lighting and preparing, seemingly was speaking about, after Aaron had seen everything that the Nesim did throughout these 12 days. Aaron is upset. Or Aaron is feeling bad, so Hashem is telling him this, that you have lit and prepared at the same time when they were dedicating the Menorah for the first time. So that which you have lit and prepared is greater than what they did. So why is it saying it in the present tense as if it's happening right now? Says the Rebbe, the explanation of all of this is, when Hashem tells Aaron, yours is greater than theirs because of what you're lighting, Hashem is not just trying to comfort Aaron with an avoider, with one of the services that he also does. Rather, what Hashem is trying to tell him is that the service specifically of lighting and preparing the candles has actually that same sort of idea of Chanukah Samishkan. It's a way of dedicating within the Mishkan. That means that just like the Nesim, they accomplished the Chanukah Samizbeach, so to Aaron is being machanich, he is dedicating the menorah through his avoida. As opposed to 
the other things in the Mishkan, the other Kalim of the Mishkan, which will be connected to other Ktoires and other, and other Avoidois, their Chinuch was actually not through Aaron, as we'll see a little bit later in the Sikha. The Rebbe says, and this is what the way Hashem is trying, is taking away the Chalisha Sadas, so Aaron is feeling bad for the fact that Lehoyo Imoem be. In, in the in the chinuch of the of the mizbeach of the mishkan in the dedication, because what Hashem is telling him is that you too have a portion in the dedication of the mishkan, and Adirab, on the contrary, what you're doing is even greater than theirs. How is that? Why is the chinuch amenoira greater than the chinuch amizbeach? Says the Rebbe. Let's look at Rashi's words. The Menorah, Rashi said, Sha'ato Madliku Meitivis That you are lighting and preparing these candles. Says the Rebbe, the Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu in Rashi's words over here, three points. Number one, Sha'ato, that you are doing it, means the following. The Karbonis of the Nesim, as we said before, that they brought for the Chanukah Samizbeach, practically they didn't actually offer it on the Mizbeach. The Koyanim are the ones that do it. Whereas what you're doing, Aaron, Sha'ato, that you yourself are going to be lighting the menorah. So that's number one. Number two, madlikumative. What's the idea of madlikumative? So the Rebbe says like this, we asked before actually, why is mate if the hatovas is preparing the candles even mentioned? So the Rebbe says as follows. If Aaron would just be lighting the candles, then there would be room for the following question, for the following issue. Which is generally considered greater? The beginning of the activity of causing the dedication, or the end, the bottom, the, the final stage, the final touch. So like this, by the Nesim, they bring the Karbonis. But as we said before, they don't actually offer up the Karbonis on the Mizbeach, that's going to be done by the Koyanim. So if we look that the beginning of something is better, then seemingly the Nesim did something by themselves, and Aaron just lighting the menorah, he is doing the final touch of lighting the menorah. Now we can have the following question, which one is actually greater? Is the beginning of something greater or is the end of something greater? However, since what Aaron did was not only light the menorah, he was mativ umadlik. Mativ is cleaning out the, the wicks, preparing the lamp for the, for the lighting, etc. That's also done by Aaron. So what's happening over here is that the whole activity of the preparing the menorah, dedicating the menorah is happening through Aaron because he's both lighting the menorah, which is the end result, but also Meitiv also doing the beginning part. And therefore it's much greater than what the Nesim are doing, which they only did the beginning part. But again, the, the Koyan were actually the ones that brought the Karbonis. Finally, we said, Sha'ata Madliku Meitiv Es What's the significance of these words, Neiris? The Chanukah Sanasim was through Karbonis, which is done in the outer Mizbeach. This is done in the courtyard. In fact, even the Ktoiris that the Nasim brought by the Chanukah Samizbeach, that was also not done on the inner Mizbeach, rather it was done in the outer Mizbeach. This was a one-time Hayrod. It's not a usual thing. Ktoiris is usually brought inside. But the Ktoiris that they brought, and the Karbonis obviously, were all done in the outer Mizbeach, in the courtyard of the Mishkan. Whereas what Aaron is dedicating the Menorah, which is inside the Mishkan, in, 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 inside, so that's considered a much greater and holier place. It is a much chashavar place, a much more important place than the place where the Nasim are bringing the Karbonis. So this is why it's clear why what Aaron is doing is greater than what the Nasim brought. 
Says the Rebbe, but if that's the case, then why was Aaron even feeling bad? Since he sees right away that they, that he's going to have this job of being Mechanech, the Menorah, and it's more important than the Chanukah Samizbeach, as we just explained, then why is he even feeling bad? Now we cannot say that he didn't know the special Milo of dedicating the Menorah compared to the Nesim, because number one, as we just explained, it's something very, very simple and obvious. And number two, if he doesn't understand the Chiddush, then why isn't Hashem explaining to him what's so great about it? Hashem just tells him yours is greater, and we said before already, Hashem doesn't even explain him why, so it seems like he does know why. So why does he have to be told? So the Rebbe says the explanation is very simple. It's obvious, says the Rebbe, in the Psukim, at least the way we read simply the Psukim Pashas Pkudei, all the avoiders on the eighth day of the Miluim were done through Moshe. Vayarich, Olaveirich, Lechem, he brings the Lechem, uh, the Lechem upon him, and he lights the, Vayala, Neiris, Lefnei Hashem, he lights the candles, he brings the Ktoires, he brings the Oilo, he brings the Mincha. Rashi explains over there, that on the eighth day of the Miluim, the day that the Mishkan was set up, Moshe Rabbeinu was serving, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was bringing all the Karbonis Tzibur. Which then would tell us that technically Moshe Rabbeinu was already Machanach the Menorah. Moshe Rabbeinu already dedicated the Menorah. And this is what's bothering Aaron. This is why Chol Shadaitoy. He has no portion at all in Chanukah Mishkan. Again, the, the Nesim are bringing Karbonis. Even the Menorah, which seemingly is Aaron's, but he's not the one that dedicated it. Moshe Rabbeinu did it already on the first day. On Rosh Says the Rebbe, this is what the Eibishter is telling Aaron. Sha'ato madlikumetiv. That you should realize that even the current lighting of the Menorah through Aaron, during the time when the Nesim are bringing their Karbonis, is also considered a form of dedication. In fact, says the Rebbe, this is really actually what happened by the Nesim as well. Because you might right away ask, how are they dedicating the Mizbeach? Once the first Nasi, Nachshin ben Aminodov, would dedicated the Mizbeach, then all of the other Karbonis are no longer dedicating the Mizbeach at all. In fact, says the Rebbe, we could say that this is the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu initially himself had a doubt whether the Nesim should all bring it in one day because then they're all dedicating it, or each one should bring on its own day. Nevertheless, what do we say by the Nesim? Since this is the way Hashem commanded that it should happen, that every Nasi will bring one day for the Chanukah Hamizbeach, that is the Lashon of the Pesach says that Hashem says. That command itself makes it that this should be the dedication of the Mizbeach, even though it's already day two, three, four, five, etc. Says the Rebbe the same thing over here. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu did light the Menorah on the eighth day of the Miluim, on the Rosh Nisan, the fact that Hashem himself says to Aaron, Chayecha, I swear by your life, So now that causes that even though Aaron is lighting it after Moshe Rabbeinu lit it, it's already, it's still considered a matter number one of dedication. And more importantly, in all of the 12 days of the Chanukah Samizbeach that were done through the Nesim, the lighting of the Menorah and the preparing of the Menorah by Aaron is all considered Chanukah Samizbeach. And even though Aaron saw already that by the Nesim, it's considered the dedication over 12 days. So why? Does the Abish have to comfort him? Why can't he figure this out by himself that the same thing would be true? In regards to the Menorah, nevertheless, he figures that you can't necessarily compare one Avoid in the Mishkan, 
meaning the carbonis, for which Hashem specifically commanded that this will be the Chanukah Samizbeach, you can't necessarily compare it to another Avoidah, which is the Menoira, where Hashem didn't necessarily give this indication that it's also considered a dedication. Especially when Chanukah Samizbeach is an Avoidah that's done, as we said, on the outside, and it was only Kotshei Shah, only carbonis that were brought as a one-time thing, is being brought every single day by a different Nasi, Whereas Adlokas HaMenoira is an Avoidah being done on the inside, and this is something that's going to apply for all future generations, and it's an Avoidah being done every single day by the same person, Aaron doing it those days. So not necessarily could he compare and say, yes, this would also be considered a dedication. And this is the answer why Hashem has to tell it to him, and Hashem has to swear it to him, Chayecha. He has to say it with such strength. In other words, Aaron shouldn't just think that, yes, it's a nice way of comforting him that he too lights the menorah and can be considered as if it's a dedication and so on, but it's not the real ultimate dedication like the Nassim. Or he might think, yes, it's a dedication, but it's sort of secondary because the Nasi is bringing a new carbon every single day, so therefore sort of lighting the menorah goes along with it and it too can be considered as part of that general dedication. So the Eibishter says, Chayecha, I swear by your life. In other words, to confirm and to make this a permanent reality that this is considered an avoid of dedication in the most truest way, in the most perfect way. And not only that, on the contrary, what you're doing, as we said before, is even greater and definitely not secondary. Says the Rebbe, we still have a problem. Number one, why is the Eibishter comforting him specifically with Hanukkah Samenoira? And not with the other avoidus of the mish- in dedicating the Mishkan. For example, the avoid of the Ketoyris and Mizbeach Apnimi. Why can that be considered as well? That Arin is dedicating it through this avoidah. Again, even though on the eighth day Moshe Rabbeinu did it already, but Hashem could say that the continuation of Arin doing this could also be considered a dedication. A second question that Rebbe says, it's all nice that we compared Aaron to all the other Nesim that were doing Chanukah, even though it was done already on the first day. But what about Nachshon ben Aminadav himself? Nachshon ben Aminadav actually did it the first day for the very first time. So seemingly, how can you say that Aaron is greater than all of them, even the Nachshon's, when Nachshon's dedication was actually the very first time, as opposed to Aaron, which is again, just being a repeat of things that were done earlier, and especially that were done earlier, as we said, by Moshe Rabbeinu, etc. So the Rebbe says, we discussed already another time at length, this is another sicha, Rashi's opinion in regarding to the carbonates that were brought on the eighth day of the Miluim. That's again, Rishchodesh Nisim. That generally there's a difference between things like the Lechem Aponim and lighting the candles of the Menorah, versus the carbonates that were brought on the Mizbeach, the bringing of the Ketoyres on the Mizbeach, Apnimi, etc. And the Rebbe explains, on the Pasuk Vayak Teirah Lov which Moshe Rabbeinu brings the Ketoyres on the eighth day of the Miluim, Rashi says, he brought it Shachris, Ve'arvis, he brought the Ketoyres in the morning and in the evening, Kemoshe Namer, as he brings the Psukim that we have, how Ketoyres need to be brought. In other words, Rashi is learning that the Ketoyres that Moshe Rabbeinu brought on that day, is basically the same kind of Ketoyres that's brought every single day of the year. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is doing the regular Avoidah that will eventually be done. Whereas when it comes to the lighting of the Menorah, there was, it was actually a special Chidush at that time. It was done only in the morning. Moshe Rabbeinu did it. He did not light the Menorah of the afternoon. 
In other words, even on the eighth day of the Miluim, on that Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Aaron was the one that lit the evening or afternoon Menorah. Says the Rebbe, according to Rashi's Shito, Allah Torah, and so too in Shas, the mitzvah of Hadlokas Neirois, according to Rashi, we'll soon see there's a machloikas about this, but Rashi's opinion is that the lighting of the Menorah is a mitzvah only Beinar Bayim, only in the evening. Whereas the lighting of the morning, at that time, sorry, in the morning we don't light, we only mate of the natives, we're only preparing the candles, cleaning it out and preparing it. If that's the case, says the Rebbe, from the very first day, from Rosh Chodesh Nisan, who is the one doing the first lighting in the proper way, in the regular way, how it's going to be done? Aaron is doing it, because I said before, in the morning it's not a mitzvah, and what Moshe Rabbeinu did, did was a unique thing that he did then, but this is not the way the mitzvah is going to continue now throughout all generations. So the first time it's being lit properly is going to be done through Aaron. So that's number one. So he does compare to Nachshon ben Aminodov. Plus, as we said before, this Chanukah, this dedication of the Menorah, similar to the other Nesim that Hashem says, yes, it will continue over the next 12 days by Aaron as well. This dedication continues even over the next days. It's still considered a dedication. As opposed to the Ktoiris on the Mizbeach Apnimi, Moshe Rabbeinu did it the regular way, how it's going to be done in all future generations. So in other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is already doing the dedication of the Ktoiris for the whole year. So then you cannot come along to tell Aaron that his will be greater than all the others because Moshe Rabbeinu had already done it. Says the Rebbe in the Sifches, one of the amazing things that we have in Rashi, also in the area of Halacha, it's known the opinion of the Rambam. According to the Rambam, the lighting of the Menorah actually is not done only in the afternoon, but also in the morning. And when the Pasuk says, Baboiker, Baboiker, the Rambam explains Behitivoy as meaning when you light the Menorah. But I said before, Rashi holds that the lighting of the Menorah is only done in the afternoon. Whereas Hatava in the morning means cleaning, preparing the Menorah. Says the Rebbe, so now what follows is that this whole thing that we spoke about, whether Hadlokas HaMenorah of Aaron in the afternoon on the eighth day of the Miluim, whether that could be considered the Chanukas HaMenorah, now we're starting to dedicate the Menorah in the proper way, this will now depend on this Machloikas between Rambam and Rashi. According to the Rambam, that even in the morning there's a mitzvah of lighting the Menorah, so, Moshe Rabbeinu lit the Menorah in the morning already. So that dedication would have been with Moshe Rabbeinu's lighting. Especially, as the uh, opinion of the Rambam is explained, that the mitzvah of the Neirois, the mitzvah is that the Neirois should actually be burning all the time in the Beis HaMikdosh. And this is the way simply is, the way he uses the expression of the Sefer HaMitzvah, the Rambam says, that the candles should always be burning. If that's the mitzvah, what comes out is that even the fact that it was burning during the day by Moshe Rabbeinu lighting it, that itself is all part of the mitzvah. So the whole time that it's burning is all part of that mitzvah. In other words, it all, that whole dedication of the Menorah all started already. And even though the Rambam himself paskins, as the Mishnah says, the way of dedicating the Menorah when you start with the Menorah is going to be, with the lighting in the afternoon, says the Rebbe, that's only in future generations. Whereas in the time of Moshe, the Gemara says clearly, and the Rambam paskins, that all of the Kalim, all of the vessels of the Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu made, Mishichasan, just by anointing them, just by putting the oil on them, that already gave them that Kedusha. 
as opposed to in later generations when you do the avoider in a keli, that's what makes it holy. By Moshe Rabbeinu, just by putting the oil on it, already gave it that chinuch. So going back to the menorah, since the menorah of Moshe was already made holy through the Meshicha, through putting the oil on it, so when Moshe Rabbeinu lights it, which is already after the oil was put in it, and it's already in a time when the mitzvah needs to be done, you fully count it already as a full dedication. So the full dedication was done, so it's no longer an Aaron's hands. Whereas, according to Rashi, that the mitzvah of lighting is only in the afternoon, and in the morning there's no gather of, there's no mitzvah of lighting at all. So therefore what comes out is, that even though, yes, it's true that the holiness of the keli became in Moshe Rabbeinu, put on the oil, but it's still not together of dedicating it, dedicating it in the sense of starting to do the mitzvah with it, that would have only been done by Aaron in the afternoon. Says the Rebbe, we still need to understand. Even according to Rashi, it's mashma, that the main mitzvah is the fact that the menorah would burn all night long. As it's understood from Rashi in his Pirush HaLatoyer, when it says, tomid, that every single night, because it's burning every single night, it's called tomid. Rashi, in fact, holds that a candle that went out in the middle of the night, you have to prepare it again and light it again. If that's the case, says the Rebbe, what, what, what's the hechrich to say? That something that seemingly doesn't even have a remez in Pshutesh Mikra, that Aaron lit the menorah in the afternoon on the eighth day of the Miluim, why can't we just say, Moshe Rabbeinu, as we said, lit it in the morning, and it continued burning. It continued burning also at night, and therefore it has that mitzvah of, burn, of, of lighting. In other words, the whole thing we were just basing it on was Moshe Rabbeinu lit it in the morning. So by Aaron lighting it in the afternoon, he dedicated the menorah. But who said Aaron lit it in the afternoon? Maybe Moshe Rabbeinu lit it in the morning, and it continued burning, and it burned all night long. Says the Rebbe, since according to Rashi and Pirushi ala Torah, Rashi explains that they always put into the menorah the same amount of oil. The amount of oil that would burn all night long. What kind of nights? Lele Teves or Aruchin, the long winter nights of Teves. So there should always burn the same amount of hours. So therefore, if we're always putting in the same amount of oil, then when Moshe Rabbeinu is lighting, it certainly it would not have burnt that night. It would have burnt only a number of hours and only maybe a little bit into the night. And therefore, definitely, who is the one dedicating the menorah again that night is happening through Ari. Says the Rebbe, according to all of this in Rashi, we could answer simply another question. The Gemara says that Hadlaka lighting the menorah is not considered an avoider. The Rambam Paskins, that lighting the candles could be done by a Zor, by someone that's not a Koyan. So there's a question asked, doesn't the Apostle say, You, Aaron, will light the candles. So there's a number of answers given on this. Number one is that the first time needed to be done through a koyain, because that is the way that the menorah is becoming neschanich, to become a klisharis. That's the way the menorah is turning into a klisharis, so you need to have the koyain doing that. Number two, the fact that the lighting can be done by a Zor, someone that's not a Koyan, is true regarding all the other lamps of the Menorah, but the lighting of the Ner Ma'aravi, the Western lamp, must be done by a Koyan. The Allah is that the Ner Ma'aravi, of the Western lamp went out, so you don't light it just in any way, you have to light it from the fire of the Mizbeach Achitzoin, of the Mizbeach, the outer Mizbeach, the Mizbeach of the Karbonis. We also know that's an area where a Yisroel, 
someone that's not a koyin could actually not approach. So therefore, who could light it? It could only be a koyin. A koyin is the one that has to light this ner ma'aravi, and therefore it says, Bahaloyschoyesaneris. The Rebbe says both of these answers need explanation and clarification in being able to relate that to the Bahaloyschoyesaneris of Aaron, especially according to Rashi. As far as the first answer is concerned, which we said what? That the first hadlaka needs to be done by a koyin, because the menorah has to be nischanech, has to be made into a klesharis. But we said already earlier that by Moshe Rabbeinu lighting the menorah, the menorah became already a klesharis, especially after he, he anointed and he put the oil on it. Again, this is not if we learn the Rashi's way, which we'll get to soon. But simply, if Moshe Rabbeinu lit it in the morning, and he anointed it already, so there's no more Baalois Chasanetis, it doesn't need to be done through a Koyin anymore. As far as the second answer of, of that, Lakak Shader Bazar is only regarding all the other lamps, but not Neir Maharavi. So the Rebbe says, Rashi tells us, this is in Parsha Tzav Rashi says, the fire regarding which it says Tomid, in other words, the fire of the Mizbeach, is the one with which we light the Neirois, the candles of the Menorah, Regarding which it also says, meaning that we need to light the menorah from the fire of the Mizbeach HaChitzay. In other words, according to Rashi, the words is not referring specifically to the Ner Ma'aravi, as it does according to the Ramban, but rather it's referring to all the Neiris. And therefore, says the Rebbe, it's no longer necessary to say even Al-Derech HaAlacha, according to Rashi, that there's an obligation to light the Ner Ma'aravi from the Mizbeach, in fact, says the Rebbe, it's very possible that Rashi holds like the Ravid, that the fact that we need a light from the Mizbeach HaChitzoyin is only in a case where there's nothing at all burning in the Menorah. Which very interestingly over here in the Ha'arois, the Rebbe actually points out that, um, just finding it over here, the Rebbe says in Ha'ara 81 something very interesting, that, there was times, there was major miracles happening that the lamps never went out at all. And the Rebbe says, certainly this was in the time of Aaron's, of the Hanukkah Samizbechans, etc., that certainly it wouldn't have gone out and therefore there would be no need to go and light it from the Mizbech HaChitzay. Says the Rebbe, but be- going back now. Again, what was our question? Why does it say, if it can be done by anyone else? We tried giving certain answers and the Rebbe says, why those answers don't work? Says the Rebbe, but according to what we said in Das Rashi, there's no question to start with. Why does it say Baalois Chesaneris? It's coming to tell us that even though Moshe Rabbeinu had lit the Menorah earlier already, in the morning of that day, nevertheless, Aaron's lighting of the Menorah now, on the eighth day of the Miluim, on the end of Rishchei Dishnison, and all the way till the twelfth day, is going to be considered a Chanukah Samanoira. That's what the Abishta is trying to tell him. And that's why we can understand why it's being said to Aaron. And it's connected to our, and Hashem is trying to tell you, Shalcha G'dayla Mishalahem. Says the Rebbe, Yeinah Shal the wine of Toyota, the Pnimius of Toyota that's found in this Rashi. Seemingly, it's still not 100% smooth. Why does Rashi use the Lashon Sha'ata Madli Kumetiv? Why is he using the present tense? Since, says the Rebbe, Ba'alois Chesaneris is, as we said, after the 12 days, after all the Nesim bring their Korbanis, and Aaron is feeling bad because of these 12 days of their dedication. So it should have said, Shehid of Heitafta, they brought their carbonis and you lit the menorah. So the Rebbe says the beer al pipnimi is that with this itself, 
that Hashem is telling him, another detail is being brought out, why Shulchak Doyle Mishalahem? That is, by the Nesim, their dedication was actually only a one-time thing. That means during those 12 days. By Aaron, says the Rebbe, it actually becomes a constant thing, an ongoing thing. Whenever he lights, whenever he prepares the Menorah, it always has this smile of Chanukah Samenorah. And the explanation and the reason for this, says the Rebbe, is based on something that the Alter Rebbe teaches us. The Alter Rebbe explains the idea of Chanukah Samenorah, dedicating the Mizbeach. He says this is similar to the way we go to the Chinuch of a child. When we start his education, we know there's a concept of taking him to Cheder and so on. The day of Chinuch, we give him lots of gifts, lots of presents. We show him lots of extra Kiruv, lots of extra closeness. What's the idea of this? We're trying to give him extra Koyach for his future learning. The same thing is true by Chinuchas HaMezbeach. That the Karbonis that are being brought by this dedication are much greater than the ordinary Karbonis that are brought in the Mishkan on a regular basis. And that's why they're bringing down a much greater Oireliki, godly light. Says the Rebbe, the Yeshloimer B'derech Hefsha, that that's the inner meaning of the word Sholchak G'doylo Mishalohem, Sha'atam Madliku Meitev Saneris. That is, by the Nesim, this extra light that's happening as a result of dedication was only during those 12 days. But by Aaron, by him lighting, by him preparing the Menorah, and any time is achieving this same sort of dedication, that means this extra light of the Shekhinah, just like when Aaron was accomplishing this during those 12 days. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the Ebi when he says, Chayecha, in addition to what we explained before. This is a Shavua, this is an oath, which shows on something very, very strong, a very firm decision, a very strong um, toikef. In other words, there's a whole new Hamshacha of Elikus, meaning, as far as the regular drawing down of Elikus, in the regular Seyderish Tashlis, in the normal way, there's always going to be a difference between the beginning of something, when you're dedicating something, when you're starting something, there will be a much greater energy and oil, and that which happens much later on when you're doing things in a steady, regular, ongoing way. But when we're speaking from the perspective of an oil that's completely higher than Ishtashlis, and that's the idea of a Shavua, Hashem is making an oath, what happens over here is even something is going to be an ongoing, everyday basis, Lighting of Aaron, it could also have this additional oil, an additional Giliashchina, just like the first day at the time of the dedication. Says the Rebbe, this idea is also connected to the spiritual avoid of what Baalois Chasaneris is all about. Chassidus explains. The lamps of the Menorah refer to the Nishamas Yisrael, as the Pasuk says, Neir Hashem Nishma Sodom. Generally, Yidin are called, the old body of Yidin together are called the Menorah, and the seven lamps are seven levels in, in people that serve Hashem. There are those that serve Hashem with an av, which is being drawn to Hashem like water. There's another type of av, like fire. There's all different levels in Avoidus Hashem. And this is the Avoid of Aaron, lighting those candles means he draws down Chayis and Elikus into the Neshamas Yisrael to lift them up, to, arise, to, to inspire them, to arouse inside of them the av so when Aaron sees the Chanukah Sanasim, he feels bad. What's the problem? Since the Chanukah Sanasim is only a one-time thing, which in Avoidus Hashem this means, in other words, it's a very designated and specific Koyach that's there for someone that's holding by a new Avoidah, by a Chidush in his Avoidah, a new level in Avoidah, but it's not an ongoing thing as a regular for all Yidin at all times. So Chol Shaddai, he feels bad. He thinks that the idea of the Chinuch, of his Adlok Asaneir, the way he's going to light the candles, is also going to be only in a way that it could be an extra light to people that are Oiv Hashem, 
to people that are holding by a ava in a way of a renewed way, a new strength in Elikus, etc. But what about the people that are not on that level? And especially people that in a revealed way don't even, even seem to be a Neir Hashem. Seemingly, Aaron won't be able to achieve anything with his chinuch by these kind of people that they should also become Oivde Hashem and by them should shine the light of Hashem. So Hashem tells him, Chayecha, I swear by your life, that is drawing down a likus in a way of Chayecha. What's this idea of Chayecha? This represents a level that's higher than Ishtal Shalos. The Pasuk says, the concept of Chayes, Chayecha, is coming from a level of Chachma, which is a very, very high and great level. And even furthermore, it's coming from Atzmus Enin Tzav Baruchu. This is what the Eibishter is telling him. Shalchak doyle mishalohem. You are the Sha'atom Madlikumaitiv. In other words, that the additional or the additional Koyach of Aaron Tzchinuch is going to accomplish by the Yidin. The Hadlaka and Atava, this lighting and preparing the candles in an ongoing way. All the time by every single Yid. How does this make sense? How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, because in a Sinas Koyach, this word Aaron is giving the Koyach of lighting the candles, is, is not only as a Hakdom, as an introduction to the Avoida, as in the case of Chanukah Sanasim, but rather this itself becomes the Avoida of the Nishamas. That means this becomes the inner Avoida of the Yid that's coming as a, re- as a result of the revelation of the Chachma inside of himself. And therefore it's understood. That it's accomplished by everything, that this can be accomplished by every yid, even by those people that are not Oiv De Hashem in a revealed way. Why? Because every single yid deep down inside has that Oiv of Hashem, which is shining in his Chachma Shem And because of that, every single yid deep down inside is a Neir Hashem that's being drawn to his root. Says Rebbe, here we also have a lesson for every single yid. When we meet a yid that seemingly in the meantime has no connection to Avoid Hashem, we don't see inside of him the Neir Hashem Nishmasadam. We may think, how can we impact this year that by him too should shine his neshama? He too should be learning Torah and being Mekayim mitzvahs. For this, the Abishta says, Chayecha. That when you get involved with Mesiras Hanefesh, dedicating yourself completely, giving over your whole soul, knowing that this is something that matters and is important to your life, the Hadlaka, the lighting of another Yid's candle of Hashem. And this is important in your own Neir Hashem, in your own neshama, because only then, it, it's going to be a full menorah when everyone's lamps are burning. So then you're surely, you're certain that you'll be able to be piled on the other yid because in Pnimiyas Nafshoi, he also has this Neir Hashem. All you need to do is just reveal it. And through the lighting of the Neir Hashem of every single yid. And in this way, all seven lamps of Knesset Yisrael are being ignited. Through this, we bring down the menorah to Oyer and the Binyamis Amigdash Ashlishi, Meherivya Meinu Mamash.